You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to re-hide your whips and chains. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous, me at Cartoon Therapy. Same shit on Instagram. If you want to be on the show this is a call and advice show where i talk to total strangers about all kinds of things most people call in to talk about their naughty lives and their secret lives while remaining anonymous some people call in because they need advice i give unprofessional advice that's what i say but i think my advice is good and i love giving advice i actually like that's why i started to do my show i wanted to like actually help people and i think that i do so if you call into any of those categories you want to be on the show send me an email at strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com i have to say i have so many people writing in to tape episodes. So if it takes me a couple of days to get back to you or a little bit before we schedule or a long time before your podcast airs, uh, don't worry about it. Just that I just have, you know, a lot of people wanting to be on the show. What I'm also doing now, I've done it once already. I'm going to do it again any day now, um, is I've been talking to people who want to have the experience of revealing stuff to me, but they don't want it aired out on a podcast. But they want to sort of, it's like anonymous therapy, I would say. And I think that there's something to it because I think, you know, some people want to talk about some things that maybe they feel embarrassed about if someone's sitting across from them and looking at them. So if we do that, I charge a consulting fee. And if you want to know the details about that, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Today I'm on a guy named Fred. Now, Fred called in because he was like, oh, I recently came out out to my wife as being bi and she was totally cool with it. But I still have like a secret from her. Uh, and you know, we talk about both those things. (laughs) He's lucky. He's like a young married guy who, like I said, came out to his wife and she's really fucking cool with the fact that he's bi and you'll find out why, how she reacted, why she reacted. Okay. Um, and you'll also find out what he's doing behind her back. There's like this little thing that he's doing that he won't tell her about. And we talk about, like I said, why, what, uh, what he's actually doing. You'll get details about that. He'll send out an email. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you'll get details about that and all, and then everything else. You know me, I like peel back the layers, so I'll ask him a million gazillion questions. But anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Fred. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything. Um, Hey, Fred, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing very well. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. So, Fred, you have like two things going on that I want to talk about. You sent me an email and said that you recently came out to your wife, right, as being bisexual. Yeah. And she was okay with it, right, because 
there were signs there, right? And I want to get really into that because I feel like there's so many guys that call my show that wish that they could be you, right? They're like on the, they, they want to tell their wives they don't know how the wife will feel. You know, you're someone that let your freak flag fly and your wife accepted it. But the other second thing that we're going to talk about, which is kind of fucked up, is that even though you told her and she was okay with it, since you told her, you have a new sort of secret thing that you're doing that you're not telling her about, right? I do. I do. And that kind of shit always blows my mind because, and I've heard it before, right? Like, because you would think, right? Like, if I was your wife, I would think, okay, he let me know that. Like, that that's all good. Like, there's nothing left that I need to know, right? And since she was so accepting, you would think that you'd be cool with sort of telling her everything. Why keep this shit as a secret and i'm wondering is it because it's like more hot that it's a secret <laughs> oh definitely definitely like That's I, the problem. I think it's, it's a turn on that you're that you're being naughty yes behind her back Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's like a real problem. And I don't know what the solution is, but let's get into your story. First of all, so how long have you been married to your wife? We've been married five years. Okay, how long together? Yeah. Ten years. Okay. Ten years. And so why come out? Like, how did it come up? First question, though, in the past ten years that you've been together with her, were you cheating on her with guys behind her back or no? No, no, no. I have been a hundred percent faithful to my wife. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I think in this is this you might not believe this, but she's actually the only person I've ever been with. I believe it. Why wouldn't I believe it? I believe it. I mean, you know, I've heard everything on the show. <laughs> oh, Are yeah, you yeah. like Christian no, we, or like uh, Mormon or something? No, no, no. I mean, I grew up in a, a conservative Christian household and like, yeah. recently came back to faith. Mm-hmm. But I, that's that's not any of the like motivation. It's simply what, well, I mean, like being raised conservatively Christian. Like, no, I mean, the, the, me to, not the reason why you didn't cheat. The reason why you've only been with one woman, right? Like, did you wait till you were married yeah. and stuff because you were raised that way, right? Like you were following your... No, we didn't wait till we were married. Oh, okay. We very much did. No. But it was both of us were raised religious, so like we just didn't do it. And then when we finally started dating, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit into that is when we first had sex. Okay, cool. So you never, even though I'm assuming you knew you were bi through your whole marriage with your wife, you never acted upon it, right? Uh, I I don't know if I ever really accepted. Like I I know I had urges and feelings, mm-hmm. but I never acknowledged that I was bi. Right. Or that I was like sexually attracted to men mm-hmm. until about fairly recently. So let me ask you this: before, when you were like way young, like when when did you f- first start to get like some sort of inkling that maybe you were into guys? Oh, uh, I mean, so when I was like when I was really young, mm-hmm. like I definitely came. I sort of like found my parents' porn and like. Like, it would have been, like, magazines to order DVDs, and I would look through those. And I remember, like, like seeing guys with, like, big cocks and being, like, really turned on by that. Mm-hmm. But then kind of, you know, pushing that back. Right. Not, and not putting two and two together, making, right? Yes. Okay. So what, what do you think happened six months ago that made you sort of come to that conclusion and then have the balls to like tell your wife? Cause I think that that's really ballsy and great. Well, I mean, my wife and I have always, I think it was baby steps. 
Mm-hmm. But like uh, over, like I eventually realized, like I I identify queer, which meaning like to me means as what? That Wait, I, queer with a Q? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That I I like that I identify as being like a hundred percent feminine and a hundred percent masculine, but like I'm not like gender fluid. Where I like part of me is like masculine part of me is like i acknowledge them being together all the time mm-hmm. and so like that that was a step for me and then i the reason i came out to my wife is like she like we're both very accepting people and and i just finally felt comfortable enough to tell her that like i'm sexually attracted to men and she and like there was there were signs before like it wasn't it wasn't anything out of the blue, I don't think for her. What were the signs? Um, I think I've always been like, like I, I described to her, like I'm like her gay best friend that also like fucks her. Right. But, like, Listen, you sound gay to me. Is that weird to say? No, no, no. I, I understand that. Honestly, growing up, there were two first impressions people would get of me. Mm-hmm. One was that I was gay. And then the other was is that I'm intimidating. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Well, because I'm a very, like, I'm a big guy. Right. Like, physically big. Yeah. 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 No, I'm 6'4. And now, is your you said you recently found your faith again. Did your wife also? Uh, no. No. My wife's uh, agnostic. Oh, she is. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, you have you ever been with a guy? I mean, b- before the six uh, months. Like, before, I know that six months ago you came out to her and stuff, and we'll talk about, like, what changed then. But, like, before that, have you ever been with, were you ever with a guy? Do anything? No. The closest, well, the closest, like, when I was younger, mm-hmm. there was uh, a few times with one of my friends where, like, we would watch porn together and masturbate. Right, in the same room. That, yes. But that's, what, that's the closest I've ever been to doing anything with another guy. Oh my god! So much of so much shit like that went down with guys, and I, I'm sure girls too. I don't know. We don't. I don't. I don't have a lot of girls that talk about it, but I can't believe the stuff that like young guys were doing at home. And I've even heard of stuff like in school and like whatever. But anyway, so you never took it further than that the, with that one friend no. of yours, right? Yes. Have you since you came out to your wife ever been with a guy? No, no, I, I haven't. Interesting. So what what is your, I mean, coming out to your wife, right? Let's get into that. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it took baby steps and everything, and then you eventually let her know. But you coming out to her, was it because you want to be with a guy and open up your relationship like that? Or was it just so that you could sort of let her know that this this is what you're thinking about? Like, what was the plan? I think it was letting her know how he's feeling. Like, we're very much at communicating like relationship mm-hmm. so I was letting her know how I was feeling and it really gave me a lot of permission to start living more out and being I mean as she put like my true self mm-hmm. and so like we we now do like uh, do things together like recently we went shopping and bought me like women's underwear of my own to wear oh so and, you like, go you like that too that's another thing right yes uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, and and so like it allows me to be very out and her being very understanding of this. Now, what about you actually being with another guy? Like what do you where do you see yourself 5 years from now? Uh, I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about it. 
you know, being like, would you be okay with seeing me with another guy? Because I always feel like, for me, like a threesome would make the most sense because I want my wife to be involved. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah, and like we have, we've talked about it and how like she would want to see me top a guy, but not necessarily be bottomed. Yeah, I get that. I've heard that before. Yeah. From people. So she wouldn't mind you being like the guy in the real, like the top, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would be Which obviously a- okay with seeing her. Like, would she get fucked by the guy or would it just be you with the guy? Uh, I don't think she's, she's not really like, like we are, very, like I said, we're very monogamous. So I don't think she would be into mm-hmm. another guy. I think it'd be more of she would be like, I'd be with her and the other, and the guy would be with me. Mm-hmm. Type thing, like, yeah. Where I say I don't, I'd be getting all the action essentially. Like I'd be fucking her and eating her out while like another guy. But I mean, for me, like I would want to be the bottom though. Oh, you would. Would you want to yeah. be the top too? Because I've heard in the gay community, like that there's it's it's more like someone picks like one or the other. It's it's more rare that you find somebody that would do both, right? Well, yeah, I mean, okay, so the term is verse. Verse, and that's uh, being both ways. Verse. Okay. For, yeah, for sure, for versatile. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I, pro- I probably would be a verse. Like, I'm not opposed to topping. Yeah. But, like, but like I like bottoming. You prefer bottoming. And now, mm-hmm. how do you know? Like, have you, I mean, I'm assuming, because you've never been with a guy that you've done anal play mm-hmm. with yourself, right? Is that how it's, uh, I, yeah, or I've with your wife? Yeah, I've with myself. And then, yes, my wife just pegged me. She has? Yes, multiple, and, multiple occasions. Right. So maybe that's one, that was one of the signs, too, right, that you were into that? Yeah. And, I mean, I had told her my want to be pegged very early in our relationship. Mm-hmm. How old are you guys? And, uh, we're both 29. Oh, okay. So you're super young. Because I was going to say, like, you don't sound like you're from my, like, if you were from my generation, like, you know, in your 40s or 50s, I'd be like, whoa, like, that's like amazing that you've, you were able to do that because it just was way less acceptable for people, you know, so it's, I think it's harder for yeah, older people yeah. and easier, I think, for younger people. I think that that's like super great that you guys have been, always been so open and understanding and I, especially, and that's why I asked you about your faith because I know you said she's not in, she's agnostic, whatever, but you recently got back into your faith, but you're, you're super open and accepting, which I think, you know, I don't know. I think the problem that a lot of people have with religion and the problem I have with religion is that people claim they're so religious yet they're not accepting, right? Wouldn't you say wouldn't you oh, think that if you're if you're really into your faith, like you should be more accepting of people, right? Isn't that what it should be all about? Oh, oh of course, of course. Like I I mean and that's why like I I've been I haven't found like a a church to stay at, but mm-hmm. when I one of the main things I look for in a denomination when I'm working and churches is that they are what's called it's called open and affirming yeah open means that you're accepting of um, lgbtq individuals in the church yeah and then affirming means that you don't think it's a sin right i mean that to me is like true faith i remember tammy faye baker um she was like that super religious lady right that married to that guy that wound up in jail but she was on some sort of reality show where she was stuck in a house with like ron jeremy the porn star and all these people but she was like so accepting and loving and open and non-judgmental to everyone and i was like that bitch was like the 
the real deal. You know what I mean? Like that's what a really yeah. religious person to me should be like, you know? Um, but yet you find all that you find more people that aren't that way, you know, but I think that that's great mm -hmm. that you have your faith and you're, you know, okay with your sexuality and all the stuff that you're into at mm -hmm. the same time, those things could go together and should go together. Right. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's great. Like, I, don't think that, I don't think that there should be shame around sex and religion. No, that's what my show is all about. You know, I'm doing it more so. I think I'm helping more so the people that are around my age more because we grew up in a much different time where there's, there was mm -hmm. way more shame just in sex alone, you know. But, yeah, there shouldn't be at all. I mean – what does it matter? Whatever. But let's get more back into exactly. your story. So you so you and your wife are super open. You've talked about everything. She's very accepting of stuff. You guys don't know when. Like do you have you do you have any plans to have a threesome or anything? Uh I right now I think we're more in like the uh fantasy talking phase and not in anything like hard and firm trying to because I think there's a lot of baggage with the fact that, like, we've only ever been with one person. For sure. So, mm -hmm. like, to open that up is very... Because essentially to us, like, sex has always been emotional. Because mm -hmm. there's been an emotional expression along um, with a physical expression. Yeah. And I think my wife is threatened by me having those emotions for another person. Right. And do you think, though, that it would be that way with a man? Or would do it just be it would sex? Be do you know what uh, I mean? Like you say, like I mean, it's I, been always emotional. Kind of sex with your wife has always been something that has to do with emotional, right? But like if you were having sex with a guy, would there be emotion attached to it or would it just be sex? I think there would be like a certain level because like I think there would be passion. Like I'm a very passionate person. And, mm -hmm. like, I don't think it would be, like, like, I've listened to plenty of your episodes. Like, I don't think it'd be something where, like, I'm blindfolded and, like, someone comes and fucks me. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, it has, it has to be that I'd have to get that get to know that person at least a little bit mm -hmm. to have that attraction. Because I'm far more attracted to personalities than, than bodies. Right. Do you worry or ever think about whether you'd ever... Like, say you started, you know, fooling around with a guy with your wife and, you know, if you kept seeing that person that you could actually develop romantic feelings for a man as well? Oh, I think I could. I, I think I'm capable. Like, I don't think I'm not capable of developing romantic feelings for a man. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. what you would say is verse. That you would call, you call, and that's, what's the word term that you use for yourself? Just queer? Is that what that's about? Yeah. Well, no, for queer, it's, 
queer is because I it, it has to do with gender expression. Yeah. Like uh-huh. how I identify my gender. Mm-hmm. And that is as as both male and female. Right. And what about your sexuality? My sexuality, I identify as bisexual. Right. Interesting. And so let me ask you this. When did it start? Was it like right out? Because you said both things happened six months ago. Six months ago, you came mm-hmm. out. Six months ago, you started posting naked pictures of your... You sent me a link. I didn't go to it. I don't like to ever see anyone that's on my show. But you yeah. you started six months ago around the same time posting naked pictures of yourself, right? Yes. That's what you're doing secretly. So did that start right after you told your wife? Uh, yes. Yeah. Right after I told her is when I started exploring Reddit and, and going to boards and seeing like, like looking at other men and stuff like that. Right. And you had never done anything like that before. Um, I like posting naked pictures. I haven't done that. Right. But like I mean, you, you Googled stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess another interesting thing we could explore is that uh, for a decent amount of my wife and I's relationship, we were long distance. How long? What's a decent that, amount? What was that? What's a decent amount of time? Like five years, four years, three years? Four years. Okay. And so for that time, or the, for a short bit of that time, I was go behind her back uh, using like cam sites. Right. And what, like, were you like camming with guys? No, but I was I was talking. I was mostly talking to women on those sites. Oh, really? Interesting. You'd like mm-hmm. pay for women like they were like girls yeah. you would pay for. Did you ever tell her? Yes. No. And that was when you guys were long distance and you stopped that when you guys yeah. moved in together. Uh, yeah, I haven't paid for it, but I do. For, I do still go on and talk to women on there. And that's something you do secretly. Yes. Now, let me ask you this. Why are those two things kept secret? Um, I think my wife's got a, a complicated uh, outlook at pornography. Mm-hmm. Like, she, like, she's just started opening up and, like, using porn herself. Really? And, yes. And so, so keeping those things secret is because she was always against those things. Mm-hmm. And, and I just don't, uh, how do I put this? You don't think she'd ex- like, be accepting of it? Yeah. Right, but you and, t- and, yeah, go and on. And because of the deception, like I think she'd be more betrayed by some of the deception. Right, because I'm assuming, like, the first, when she, you told her you were bi, did she even have to worry that you had been with other guys? Did she ask that question, or did she just trust you so much? Because no, no. she would just never assume that you would have, you would deceive her. Yeah, yeah. Right, and so she mad. really trusts you. Yeah, she does. And maybe she shouldn't. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can understand. I can understand if she, she wouldn't. But let me ask you this. If you told her about the naked picture thing that you're doing with guys, do you think she'd be okay with it or not okay with it? I don't think she'd be okay with it purely for the fact that, like, I've done it behind her back. And then I think 
Well, what if you didn't tell her that you did it about behind her back? Uh, like, what I, if you I asked she, her? Like, what if you omitted, you know, the the fact that you've done it for the past six months and just sort of took baby steps that, like, maybe this is a way for you to express yourself with guys as opposed to being with them, mm-hmm. and would she be okay with it? And see if you could get her permission. Yeah, I think she'd be okay with the pictures, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think she'd be totally okay with like some of the interaction. Well, what kind? Well, now let's get into that. What, so now that you're on this community, what kind of interactions are you having? Well, you know, like people will see the picture and like comment on it, and I'll comment back to them, and then like a few people have sent me like uh, like private messages on there, and I've talked to them, mm-hmm. but it never, it never like. I always think that I'm going to get more out of the person, but like that they're going to contribute a conversation or of some sort. Yeah. But it always ends up in like one shot, like, you know, like one word answers and it goes nowhere. Oh, really? But you know, you never know that there's going to be that one guy that, and then what happens if he lives kind of close to you and that, you know, you're like, you're going into territory where like, you know, a year from now you could wind up cheating on your wife without really ever mm. intending to do you know what i mean because it just like sort of happens yeah that's what's dangerous I about feel, what you're doing yeah i i feel like we we talk about it enough that like if i ever got to the point where i'm like i'm going to physically cheat on my wife i would bring that up with her and be like hey i've been having these feelings lately and i'd really like, I really need us to open up our relationship so that I can express these feelings without cheating. Right. But I think, you know, I don't know. Can you stop the online stuff? Like, what if she found your stuff? Like, what, how devastated would she be? Uh, I think she'd be very upset. It'd take a lot to build her trust back up after that. Mm-hmm. But it, I, like, we wouldn't be divorced over it. Right. Well, why not? Do you think that if you told her and she was okay with it, it would take away the the thrill? Um, probably to a certain, uh, to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I think also in my mind, like I think I have the fantasy of like her finding out and also wanting to participate because I have that. Uh, I have a bit of an exhibitionist streak in me, right? And like, I'd like to show her too. Right. Now, what kind of porn is she into? Is there, is there any chance that she could be by herself? Oh, yes. There is, or she's told you? Uh, well, my wife's very resistant against labels. Right, okay. Uh, and so, like, my wife only masturbates to, like, big, like, very specific, big boob women having tits in their face. That's <laughs> obviously what she wants. So yeah, yeah. duh. Okay. Yeah. Like she's brought up that she's like finds guys in porn videos not very attractive and, and like it takes her out of it. But the it's the females that she's looking at and she's into. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she's bi too. Yeah. Does she come out? She doesn't come out and say that now. So you both have sort of these desires for the opposite. Side. I was wondering that when you first told me a long time ago that I was thinking, you know, sort of like attracts like. And I was wondering if you guys sort of found each other 
because, you know, because I think sometimes even if these things aren't expressed, there's an energy to you and you wind up being attracted to people that are similar on some level, right? Oh, yeah. And I think I think if like the environment is created where both people are comfortable enough to do things, that that's great, too. And you guys are, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So, I mean, I was like, oh, like when you were saying that it was just like obvious that you were, you know, sort of queer yourself that I was wondering is you, my first thought was like, maybe your wife is too, right? And that's yeah. what brought yeah. you guys together, you know, on some level, you knew that about each other. Um, now, so have you guys talked about her being with a woman ever? Uh, we have, but I think she's like, she's very, she like, she's sexually attracted to women. Mm-hmm. But, but personally, she wouldn't want to go down on another woman. Like she want another woman to go down on her, but she wouldn't go down on another woman. Okay. And so she feels like she'd be unfair in that situation. She just want oh right. But uh, listen, you could find somebody for everything. There might just be a woman that's like submissive and wants to do that, and that's it. Do you know what I mean? Like that would be like a sub. Yeah. I think would be totally into that. Yeah, and I definitely think my my wife, by like with with me, my wife is submissive, but. Like with another woman, she'd be dominant. Right, she'd be she'd be the dude in the, that relationship. But with you, she's the mm-hmm. woman. I don't kind of whatever I that mean, means. You know what I mean? Like yeah. with you, she's yeah, I mean, submissive. Like, with the woman, she'd mm-hmm. be more. She'd take that role, the more dominant role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's plenty Whereas, of submissive like, women. I think that she could find a girl that was into just that. Yeah, and then like, well, then the thing is, like. I'm dominant in like in my my marriage, like for sexually. But I also think I'm if I was to be with a man, I'd also be dominant. Right, even though you'd want to be the bottom. Yeah, because even when my even when my wife's pegging me, I'm still dominant. Right, you're still the dom. You like that that role? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, a lot I'm of like, stuff going on I, here. Sorry. No, I said there's a lot of stuff to follow oh, here, yeah. you know, because it's oh, almost yeah. like you both have two sides, right? And there's two different things mm-hmm. going on for the both of you. It's not just you. It's her too, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. And it's being expressed in different ways when it comes to the opposite sex, right? When it when it's mm-hmm. with her, with a woman, with you, with a man, right? Neither one of you. Mm-hmm. Now, is there a chance that she would be doing stuff behind your back? I don't know that you don't know about <laughs> with women. Uh, no. No, I don't think so, because definitely I have the higher sex drive in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm, I'm just, I've always been a very sexual person from, from a very young age. Right. And yeah. She's very sexual as well, just not on the level I am. Right. And I think men and women could differ a little bit like that. You know what I mean? But maybe she hasn't yeah. come into her own yet either. How old is she? She's 29? Yes. That might change when she's ter- in her 30s. <laughs> Women oh, just get more horny I mean, as they get older. Oh, At least yeah. I and, did. Uh, recently, I've I like took the initiative to uh, lose some, like get stronger and more fit. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the, the motivation was my wife's about to hit her sexual prime. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to be in the best shape of my life with her. Yeah, but I, I mean, listen, I think you guys are headed to, you know, opening your relationship up and having sex with others 
I think. I yeah. mean, because you, you're listen, you're super young. You've been to you're you're just started. You, you know, you've been together ten years. I just taped with somebody else that like opened their relationship up at that ten year mark. That's always like a the good time. You want to be in they say double digit years. I believe if you to you know it's like you you by that time you have a strong enough foundation to withstand mm-hmm. whatever happens. I think it sounds like you guys definitely have that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where you yeah. you could open it up and her with women, you with guys and see, you know, what you guys like and what you don't. Since you have such great communication with each other, I, I think you'd be mm-hmm. very successful at it and both happier because, and you wouldn't need to do this stuff behind her back. But I think, you know, you need the baby steps because she's a little bit more uptight, right, than you are. Mm-hmm. When it comes to those, yeah. right, to actually pulling the trigger and doing something about it? Yeah, she's got a little more baggage. Right. Do you feel bad about doing this stuff behind her back? That's always the uh, question that I think is important. Because if you think, you know, because you could take, it, there could be two different things going on here. You could be like, you know, it's not that bad or you don't feel like it's anything bad, but you know, she wouldn't like it. So you just don't say it. Or it could be like, you know, she wouldn't like it and you know that it's bad and you feel guilty, but you do it anyway. Like, you know, which is it? I don't think it's that bad. Right. Like it's the idea that like, I think that it's not actual cheating, but they're not going out with and having sex with other people that I'm instead putting my energies into like a safer alternatives. I, I see them. And what are safer alternatives? Well, I mean, like I, because I can't like through those things, like I can't bring any, any diseases home. Right. Exactly. Uh huh. It doesn't interfere with my, like my, my life itself. Like I'm not, like I'm not like lying to her to tell her that I'm somewhere else than I am. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely think that that does make it. I I definitely feel like I could see why you would feel like it's not really that big of a deal. And but I do think with the crossing of the line, like you said, like it starts to get a little bit worse when you start when you say like you're you're having these conversations, right? And say there is someone that is a taker and makes the conversation go a little bit more deeper and it's not just this surface conversation that lasts, right? Then where does yeah. that go? You know, and but you feel like if it did ever get serious with somebody that you were talking to, you would bring that to her attention. Mm-hmm. And now you really yeah. like the attention that you're getting on there as well, right? Like what do you post and what kind what's the deal and what do you get out of it? Uh, I've posted a few posts, like some of them are just dick pics. Um, one is a video, a short clip of a video of me, uh, riding a dildo Mm -hmm. and, or like, uh, I believe one of them of me with my ass spread. Right. And, you know, and you get people commenting on that and telling you how hot it is and how you have a great cock and, and like that they'd want to fuck you and like that I like that attention a lot. Now where do you post this stuff that like could people would you be into my listeners checking it out? I don't know. Of course. So why don't you give uh, your post- like why don't you give it a shout out? All right. Uh I post on Reddit under uh the username bearded daddy ninety. Could you spell that? Uh, bearded like B E A R D E D? Yes. Daddy, 
all one word, 90, all, like all mushed together. So bearded daddy, D-A-D-D-Y, 90. Yeah. And then that's yeah. where they can see how many pictures and stuff do you have up? Um, I believe I have four pictures and then one video. Right. And did you, and you just started like six months ago. Now I know because people set up a Reddit account for my podcast. Like this is the thing where people could go on, they could see your stuff and then they could send you messages right on Reddit and you would like talk back with them. That's how they would get in conversation with you. Right. If my listeners wanted to. Of course. And what are you into? What kind of guys are you into? I'm I'm really into like uh, muscular men. Mm-hmm. Like I like muscles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like them like people who look professional, right? Like like cl- more more clean cut guys. Like mm-hmm. um, older, definitely older, like thirties, forties. Right. That, yeah, that's big dicks. more of what I'm into. Big dicks. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I, Is that just I a given? I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I consider myself to be a size queen, and I'm a bit proud of that. Yeah, no, because I remember you saying you saw, like, those big dicks in your parents' porn when you were younger, right? And you were like, holy oh, shit, oh, you yeah. were into it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, do you get women, I mean, on, you know, you're not into women respond. Like, do women go on this Reddit thing, or is this is this you uh, as, like, a bisexual man? I'm posting on the, 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 the subreddits called uh, Bygone Wild. Oh, okay. And so it's most it's all guys. There, there's there's women who post there, but I haven't gotten any responses from women. Right. I, I just don't think I don't know if my content's uh, geared towards women responding. No, and I just don't think that I think that's where women and men are a little bit different, right? Like I just don't mm-hmm. know that so many women are looking online for a guy, a video of a guy jerking off. Do you know what I mean? But I think, that, or like a picture of a guy's asshole. I think guys would for sure. What? Yeah. I think you'd be surprised. I think there's a, there's definitely like in that that uh, Reddit porn community, definitely women who are into guys jerking off. Oh really? Mm. Oh yeah. Interesting. And so you know, if anybody wants to go on, they go to BeardedDaddy90.com. Now, do you have any? No, no not 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 dot com. It's like, Bearded. So oh, it's you go into Reddit, by... right? Mm-hmm. So like it. On Reddit, everything like uh, the subreddits are r slash like r slash bygone wild. Uh huh. But then, so users are u slash bearded daddy ninety. So how could, would someone if someone it, goes on a u uh, onto Reddit? Right? Is there a search place where they would just put in bearded daddy ninety all one word and find it? Well, they put like u slash bearded daddy ninety. Oh, okay. You slash after Reddit. Yeah. Okay. If they want to do a direct yeah. link, but if they just went to reddit.com, can't they search for a bearded daddy 90? Uh, I don't know. I could always send you a link in an email that you could post in your show notes if you wanted to do that. Okay. We could do that. I've been, I've been like, that's what people have been doing lately. I think that fucking girl, did you listen to that girl, the webcam girl recently that was cheating on her husband? Remember that? Yes. Yeah, I think she was full of fucking shit for some reason. I don't know. I think it was part of me just thought, like, after I was like, I'm like, maybe she's lying about the whole cheating thing because her, you know, she said all her webcam guys loved that story and that's who she, like, sort of pretends to be and just used me to get her, like, more clients, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I know you think there's a few people you think are lying because, and, like, I totally think they're lying too because, like, they're not, they're being very like 
childlike in the descriptions of things, like very surface descriptions. Yeah, you like, can you tell, would right? Ask them a question, mm-hmm. and they're just like, and like it's like if they read an erotica novel, and exactly. they're, they're trying to like respond that. Yeah, there was a couple things that she did that made me feel like she was full of shit, though she was good at what she... She was a good liar, I have to say. She was better. Most of the time when people are lying, it's so obvious to me, like, when I'm talking to her. But there's been a couple times where after I'm done, I go back and I think, like, wow, I just got fucking lied to. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't see it until, like, later, you know? And that happened with her for sure. And, (laughs) um... I but I think that she just wanted to get like webcam information. And the funny thing was, is I got all these emails from people saying like, oh, I wanted to get more information about her as a webcam. And I was like, you know, I think she was full of shit. And she I think she shot herself in the foot by making up the whole cheating thing. She could have just come on my podcast to talk about being a webcam girl and what she does. And what you know, I would have think that would have been a better topic for her. Mm. Right. Instead of listening to me, give all that advice that was probably cock blocking all these stuff that guys really wanted to hear about her but I what my whole point is that I don't mind if you're going to come on my show and tell me your story and give me an episode I don't mind to give the shout out to somebody you know what I mean like I that's a (laughs) that's the a a fine trade-off for me you know and I do and then mine yeah mine's not a business Right. No, yours is personal. That's what I do so more so for people is like I've I've had just guys that are looking to hook up whatever to up their game, get more people. You know, this will help you at your Reddit page. I mean, I don't think you're looking for advice, right, about how to stop lying to your wife, right? No, no, no. You just want to talk about your stuff, right? And and, yeah, I just want to let my six flags fly. Yeah, yeah, which I think is, like, really interesting. I think your story's super interesting. I think, like, you know, you hear... There's so many people that are older than you that wish they could be living your life. Whereas at 29, you're married to a woman who totally knows that you have these desires for men on the side and she's okay with it. You know, I can't tell you how many guys that are way older, you know, have been in marriages for longer and they want to tell their wives because this is who they've been forever, but they can't and they don't know if their wives will accept it. You know, I I think they also have a lot more shame attached to their desires like like the fact that they have been with men in the past like they i think they still feel some shame with that yeah and and it just they grew up but i have to tell you 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 know you won't you can't know because you just didn't grow up in the world that we grew up in that it just society put on them for a very long time and their wives that this just wasn't what guys do, it's just not, it, it's very taboo. Whereas it, it, somewhere along the line a while ago, I would say like in the 80s, it became very cool for women to be with women and totally okay. But that didn't happen for men in, in our age group, my age group, not yours, you know. So you guys yeah. are super lucky, right? And I yeah. think, great, I think your guys' relationship five years from now is going to look a lot different. I think your wife needs to just move it along a little bit more. She's like a little behind you, right? Sort of accepting mm-hmm. all of her stuff, right? Um, yeah. And coming to yeah. terms with it. But I think she's gonna. Don't you? No, I I could see that. Honestly, I could see us. Like, we've we've talked about it. We've talked about the, like, that we wouldn't be opposed to, to, to non-monogamy. Right. It's just like we're not in that place right now and i think that that's smart i mean i think you guys sound like you have like 
all these desires and all the stuff that you're into, but you have like really good heads on your shoulders because you guys talk a lot, but you know that even though you have these desires that you're because there is a little bit of a fear of like how that plays out, right? You're just not jumping into it. And that's super smart because so many people do. I mean, I love a swingers gone wrong story. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) You know, I've had hilarious stories of people trying things out and they just do everything the wrong way where it just sounds like you guys, if you ever do it, you will be successful at it because it will be at the right time. You know, you talk a lot, you have the communication, and I think that's like one of the most important things. You have the foundation, you have the close relationship, you have the the really, really open communication with each other. And what's cool about you is that you're not like pushing anything, right? Like it's Mm, not like, it's like you're not like a typical guy that's like, oh, I want to go, I got to go suck some dick now and you don't care that, you know, you just want her to be okay with it even before she is, right? Like, I don't know, like you're cool in that you could like wait for things to happen. You're taking those baby steps. I'm very satisfied. Yeah. I'm very satisfied in my my sexual relationship with my wife. And Mm -hmm. so like, some of that can be acted out in role play, like yeah. when she puts on when she puts on her strap on, like I'll suck her, I'll suck her dick, yeah, while fingering her, and uh, so like she'll get pleasure from it, and I'll get that that want to have a dick in my mouth. Yeah, and I've told people that has been my advice to some older guys, like maybe just like to keep it as a role play scenario, right? If you can't do it mm-hmm. sort of in real life, right? Um, and since your wife knows you could do that and that satisfies that urge, but I do believe because you're young over time, you will eventually open it up and she'll be with other women too. Yeah. We're, we're a little young for the, the, the swingers crowd too. Right. A lot of, a lot of the swingers crowds are like your late, late thirties, early forties. No, I know. But I think a lot more younger people are having open relationships. I don't know that they call themselves swingers because I think that that sort of is like an old person's term. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. younger people use, oh, we're polyamorous or, we're you know, because I've had a lot of young couples on my show that have open relationships or are doing things that maybe people would have called, oh, like, or would have called them swingers many, many years ago, but that's not what they're calling themselves now, right? Yeah. So, you know, I think anybody, I mean, what, is, what does swingers mean? I don't know the, the exact term, what's the exact definition. I know that it's swingers yeah. clubs. Like, it, I live in New York City, and I have a, one guest that's been on, Dr. Guy, who's gone to swingers clubs and swingers parties and there's stuff that skews in this city to younger people and more attractive people i mean you could find those people in in i think yeah. in bigger cities right um oh, but, yeah. I, but i think typically people assume swingers are like you know way older <laughs> and they are a lot of mm-hmm. the times right if you go to like a swingers club have you got would you i mean that's like stuff that i see in your guys horizon eventually yeah Right. Yeah i I could see like honestly, I could see us opening up. I think probably to a man before a woman. I think we'd open up to another man before another woman because I think that's less threatening for my wife. Oh, right. Because you mean as far as you being with the other woman? Uh, yeah. Like I think I mean I mean I would totally be cool with her, watching her be with another woman. Right. I, I don't think I've ever presented that idea to her, though. I think she assumes that, like, if there's another woman, I'm also with the other woman. 
Yeah, no, I think you should just keep it in the beginning where she's just with the other woman. Especially, mm-hmm. be, right? Because that would make her feel more secure. And you don't care about that, right? Because you're completely satisfied with your wife. So, oh, yeah. you know, what you need extra that you can't really get from her, even though you kind of do, is like a real a man. Yeah. So, you know, if you kept it where, just like she would probably be with you, like you said, that if you were with a guy, she probably wouldn't have that desire. And if you guys mm-hmm. started out there, it would be yeah. like totally fine and then what i've heard other people do you know other couples that are way older than you guys and have been doing this for longer is that it just progresses and to the where they're doing everything and there's no rules and they're fine with it all you know but they took it very slowly yeah there was a wendy um, a guy and then his wife uh on recently Mm -hmm. i taped them two separate times right and that's how their relationship played out you know it wasn't like yeah. no holds bar right from the beginning, but it became that over yeah. time. And I think that that's yeah. the smarter way to go when you have more chance of being successful. Does anybody like, does, is this something that's like private between you and your girl or like, does your family know? I mean, are you sort of out with everyone my or just family, in your relationship? My family doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my close friends know. And then I have recently told a few of my coworkers. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, I think I don't tell my family because I think it like the fact that I am like in like married to my wife it raises far more questions than I feel like answering. Right, and if it's just like, like SEX, what does your family need to know about it? Do you know what I mean? Like exactly. Like, I don't exactly. think that they like, no family wants to know anybody's set. like I no you know like there I have a cousin recently that came out. Or it's not my cousin. It was like my sister's, I don't know, whatever. They came out to their mother as being bisexual. And I was like, I don't know why someone needs that information. It's kind of like what you do sexually. Unless you're maybe, I don't know, you talk with your parents openly about sex. But what is the, like, who needs to know? Why does your family need to know that? Yeah, because, like, you don't announce to your family when you start, like, when, like, if you're straight, you don't announce that you're having sex with someone. Yeah, you don't say, oh, I'm straight, but, like, we just had anal sex last night. Like, you're not talking about what you do sexually, even if you're, like you said, straight and monogamous. Like, so why would you have to do it if you guys were sort of open like this? I just don't think it's anyone's business. I was just wondering because you say it's so obvious and it was to your wife if there's ever been questions within your family, if they've, you know. Oh, there's definitely been questions. There's been, te- I think there were, there were questions and then there's also always been teasing by their family. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Like, like as a teenager, my family always teased me that like me and my best friend were going to like come out together. And was that the guy you jerked off with? No, 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 no. Oh, that's so no, funny. That was another friend. Right, right, right. And yeah. now, when you told your friends, were all that were, were they all like, "Oh yeah, duh, we all knew." Yeah. Well, okay. So, I it's a very close group of friends. So, like, they already know that my wife pegs me. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so like that wasn't a surprise to them at all. Yeah, I see. I was born in the wrong yeah. century. You you have it so much better. But you, you... Oh no, I understand. Like, That's so I great mean, that you could tell your friends that and nobody's like, you know what I mean? And everyone's cool with everything. Yeah. yeah. But it's also like the people of your generation that had to fight so that my generation can be more out and comfortable. You think? Yeah. Like the, like the, the older generations, like the people who really had to like fight hard so that they could be recognized as like, uh, 
like I've been getting into the bisexual community as a whole too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And like you talk about like in the eighties and nineties, a lot of people had to like raise that bisexuality was a valid sexual orientation. That right. Like, they weren't they weren't accepted in the, the straight community because they had sex with the opposite same sex and or then, like, the gay community, the, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they because they so like there's a lot of that within the bi community but like seeing themselves as being valid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like even if you're bisexual or you identify as bisexual but you're in like a hetero relationship. Right. But like you're still sexual. Like yeah. that doesn't change anything. Right. Yeah. But so so it was sort of change it has been being changed over time, right? And then you guys get to benefit mm-hmm. by it. Um, which yeah. I think is really great. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, I, listen, I always think like as long as you're alive, you're, it's, you're capable of changing and doing things. And I think I've had some older people on here who have been really bold to, uh, uh, you know, be honest about who they were with their partners. And those stories are really yeah. great. It's always here uh, great to hear stories of younger people being themselves with each other in relationships. And I think that that's like, you know there was always so much divorce and I think a lot Mm -hmm. of it happened because there was cheating and stuff like that, that went on because people were able to be honest about who they were and what they were into, you know, whereas I think Mm -hmm. you have, especially you and your wife in particular have a much better chance of staying together forever. Right. Because you are open with each other. Yeah, and some of that comes from us being each other's only because, like, we've essentially, or we've, like, we've, our sexual exploration has been together, and it's been like, oh, do you want to like try this? And then like, oh, I really feel like trying this, and being like, no, I don't really feel like that. Like, it's always been that that dialogue around sex with us, but but I think it's probably one of our greatest strengths. Yeah, and that's super important. And I think more people need to do that with each other. And I think that, you know, you don't have to be sort of, it's not like you come right into a a conversation about it and tell your partner everything, right? I'm sure you guys, Mm -hmm. you didn't tell her about pegging. Well, you said you do it early on, but I mean, eventually you just let your partner know what you're into. And um, most likely, if they really love you and, and care about you, like, and it's the person that you're with, like they will be accepting of it. I just think some people are just too nervous to even, yeah. you know, allow for that to maybe happen. Right. Yeah. I also think some people have problems taking no for an answer. What like, do you mean? Uh, well, I mean like, like, uh, because like a lot of people cheat because they're not getting something at home where I think sometimes you have to accept that like, maybe that's not, that's not in the, in the cards. So like, like, I've expressed the want to like have anal sex with my wife, mm-hmm. but it's just logistically not possible. Right. Like, like, like I'm too sick and, and her ass is too small, but like, <laughs> right, it's just it not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Right. And so like, I think a lot of people would be like, some people will take that and try to find that somewhere else. And like, instead of just being like, well, I've got all this other great stuff going on. Right, exactly. Some people, they like yeah. you said, they can't take no for an answer. Yeah, there's so many yeah. different reasons why people cheat, you know, and there's so so many different mm-hmm. scenarios. That's why I love to have, that's what I like about doing my show because I think when you really talk to people and get all the information about the story, you see that each one is unique and you can't be so judgy of it. Just like, a, like can't say just cheating is bad in general. You know, you have to get 
the whole story before you really judge or know, you know? There are mm, some times where it's that, you know, they really do say it's a man and he's totally bisexual and he really wants to be with a man and he knows that his wife will never accept it and then he's cheating on her. You know, it's not the right thing yeah. to do at all. But yeah. is- or, or you have that one, oh, I can't remember her name. I want to say Christine. Mm-hmm. The gang the banged all was- the guys. Yeah, but then like you got her, brought her back on, and like you find, we find out there's a lot of stuff going on with her husband. Oh my god, I love that was like one of my favorite three part stories because it it went into so, into a totally different direction that I didn't know. The more I questioned her, yeah, yeah, right, and I yeah, where like there's she she was definitely unhappy. Like I think she's unhappy in her marriage, and that like she's going like eventually she's going to leave her husband. Oh, she left her husband. You didn't hear the third one. Oh, oh no, I didn't. There's hear the a third, third one. one. You know that was an old episode that I aired, and I re-air it every now and then when I want to do a repeat, and I just don't have the time to edit a new podcast every once in a blue moon. Just get hits on it. But, yes, because it's one of the most popular yeah. ones, and I always have new listeners. So I, I look. You didn't know that it was you know because I've been doing my show five years, right? So it was like three years ago yeah. I posted, it. and. Um, I did the second one. I, there's a third one. I'll send you the link. It was so fucking fascinating. The third one was even more interesting. It was probably the most interesting. Okay. I yeah, I laid, I laid into her. I might have to tell everyone I'll, I'll, I'll air that one too. But yeah, the third one is okay. even more interesting because you get the story. And that's what, you know, that's what's, that's what's interesting to me. That girl, I had to talk to her three times to get really to the truth of that whole situation. With other people, sometimes it just takes one conversation where I ask them a million questions, but that's like the premise of all my, my whole show, right? It's like, if you get all those sort of details, maybe you're going to think very differently about this scenario than you did just maybe reading the title, right? Yeah. Well, cause like the first one was like very sexual and very hot. And yeah. then like I listened to the second one and I was like, this is really sad. I know. I'm sorry. I know it went and, and, but what, that's what I love. Cause I didn't know it was going to go there and it just did. And then yeah. the third one goes into, uh, it's even more interesting. It really is, but it turned into a totally different thing, which I love, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm mm-hmm. cock blocking people to the SEX stuff because that's what a lot of yeah. people are here for. But I'm just naturally curious about everything. My oh, yeah. show did not set out to be a show about sex, but it just sort yeah. of happened or, and you know, and that's great, but I just like human nature and analyzing it and listening to people's story and human beings in general and who they are and what they do and how fucked up we all are, you know, and interesting yeah. to me, I find it interesting. Okay. You know, I find people interesting. Like your whole story is interesting. I, it's, <laughs> it's great. And, you know, and I think it actually gives people, older people hope, Right. Um, it also just shows what's going on out there in younger people's lives. You're maybe going to get some action on your Reddit page. Yeah. Right. From this, which is maybe what you want, right? Or is that what you were coming on for? I don't even know. No, no, no. Uh, I've always been a sexually open person. Like I love talking about sex to the extent of. uh, I, I keep going back in and out of school. And so I'm going to school to be finally going to become a sex therapist. Oh, you like, are? That's my end goals. That's yeah, awesome. I'm going to do sex. Yeah, I want to, I, and I want to particularly work with uh, married couples and, and trying to help them work through like uh, kink-related things. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's great. And, and the communicate. 
the communication based around those things. Mm -hmm. And so, and so I really just like to talk about sex, but like in my job, I don't have an outlet to, to, or like in my, in my life, I don't have an outlet to talk about it that much. Right. So when I get a chance to talk about it, I take those chances. Yeah, that's great. And what a great therapist you'll be because it's not like you're just going to be coming to people with sort of solutions and advice that you read in a textbook, right? It's like you've sort Mm -hmm. of, you've lived it, right? And that's like, I think that will really help you sort of empathize and understand the people that you work with. Of course. You know, but I I think a lot of people don't have that, uh, you know, when they become a whatever kind of therapist. But I think that bringing that to the table as a person with all your experience, people will really you know, be able to relate to you and open up to you. I think that's why people call into my show and are so honest because I've been through a lot and I could relate to a lot and I'm super non-judgmental because of everything that I went through that it Mm -hmm. helps, you know, and then people sort of sense that and feel very comfortable being completely honest with me because they know I'm not going to judge them. So I think you'll have that and take that into your new career and then you could start a podcast. I mean, that's what I don't have on my show. I'm always like, I give unprofessional advice. You'll be somebody that will be giving professional advice. Exactly, exactly. You know, and your market, yeah. let me tell you, when you go, go after the older people, you're going to get, you'll get some yeah. people. But anyway, so thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story, Fred. And uh, yeah. if people want to see Fred in real life, they could go to, uh, you don't put face pics up, do you? I'm sorry, what's that? You, there's no face pics on there, are there? No, no, please. Okay, okay. So you, if you want to see dick pics and some videos, go to uh, Reddit and go to Bearded Daddy ninety, and you'll see him live there. But anyway, thanks so much for calling in. Thank you so much. Thanks, Fred. Keep me posted when you guys thanks. open up. I, I know, like a year oh, yeah. from now, oh, yeah. it's gonna happen. You guys are the, yeah, the very if close. Any updates. I'll definitely let you know. Okay, cool. Thanks, Fred. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.